0: is the age old question is what i'm feeling or hearing my intuition or my fear so just fyi i'm not going to be giving you the answers to the universe with this podcast because i'm just me i'm not the creator of the universe the all-knowing power so with this podcast and every single thing you hear and read you have to discern for yourself. What does truth feel like in your body? For me, when I hear truth, it makes me feel peaceful. It calms me. It says, yes, it feels good. When I read something that is not my truth, I feel scared, I feel revolted, I feel small, I feel bad. When I hear or watch something that I resonate as truth, I feel good. This is something we have to learn. We have to get into our bodies and learn what truth feels like to ourselves. And no one can give you the answers. I'm just telling you what I've learned I feel within my body. And you have to find what you feel within your body. And I'm talking about a deep feeling Like, you have to close your eyes and sit with yourself to get this feeling. Because you know what feeling is really, really easy to feel? Your ego being triggered. If someone tells you, you know, a version of their truth and you don't agree with it, the ego, boom, gets awakened. That's not the feeling I'm talking about. That ego feeling is easy to recognize. And it's easy to access. The true deep feeling of your soul is only there for those who sit and give it time and listen. I know 100% of you listening to this right now know the voice of fear. We all know this voice. It's so important to know that the mind's job is to predict the future. That's its sole job. It is constantly assessing what's gonna happen in the future, what's gonna happen in the future. And it is primed to keep you safe. So its job is to give you warning signs of fear. Just this morning, I had a really funny fear voice perk up. So most nights I sleep in a different guest room than my husband because I sleep so much better alone and sleep is so important to me. So I woke up later than my husband. He goes to work at like 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. I get up at like 7 a.m. And his bedroom door is shut. And I'm like... This is, this is different, this is weird. My mind, it was like a warning signal like, this is weird, this is weird, this is normal. Normally it's open, cause he's like you know, rushing to go to work and the door was shut today. And my mind immediately was like, something's wrong, something's wrong. And then as I opened the door, my mind showed me this image of him dead in the bed. Like that's what the mind does. It goes to the worst case scenario. The mind is constantly trying to predict the future. That's why when I'm opening the door, the mind was already 15 seconds ahead of reality because it's like, this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. And it wasn't true. My husband was not there, obviously. My mind is also primed for abandonment. Like My dad died. So my, my mind is primed for its worst case scenario of death and abandonment. So that's where it always, always goes. Because we're going to have like 10 million fear thoughts in our entire life, there's going to be a 0.01% of those that come true because that's life. Bad things happen in life. That is the absolute fact of life. A broken clock is right two times a day. So just because we have all these fear thoughts There will be a few that actually are right because a broken clock is right twice a day. So I think all of us have mastered the voice of our fear. We're all professionals at that. What we need to become is professionals in intuition. And what that takes is practice and repetition, practice and repetition. Straight off the bat, I will say my intuition is a small little whisper and my fear is the loudest voice in the room. I cannot ignore my fear, but my intuition is so small, sometimes I miss it. And if I miss it, because I think it only whispers once for me, I think it whispers once, and if I miss it, I go into my head and I think and I think and I think. To be honest, human design, you know, it's similar to the Enneagram, it's more astrology, it's so hard to explain. But human design actually helped me piece together my intuition and how I feel it. It it explained it to me. And I was like, yes, yes, this is it. So human design has this aspect in which it shows you how you hear, feel your intuition. And it was so spot on with me. I love using tools like human design and Enneagram to further get clarity on how I think or how I feel. It just Put some puzzle pieces together, in my opinion. Everybody hears and feels their intuition differently. Some people might hear, some people might see, some people just get a feeling, like a deep, deep, deep feeling. And some people get a combination of everything. You have to find how your intuition works. And I would suggest maybe going back to a past life experience in which you know without a shadow of a doubt that your intuition was speaking to you in that moment and then you're proved right. Go back to that moment and get into your body and discover what you were thinking, what you're feeling, what you're sensing. Go back to that and and maybe try and decode how your intuition speaks to you. I have one really good example in which my intuition spoke to me in a vision and it was so random. So one day I was just living my life like normal day. And then boom, I get this vision in my head of a water geyser that just spurts out of my back alley. I'm like, what? What? This doesn't even make sense. It was like a lightning bolt. It was random. I was just living my life and boom, I get this vision. And it made no sense to me. I'm just like, that is the weirdest thing. But I knew it was different. I had this deep, deep feeling that Okay, this is strange. Then, the very next day, I'm in the backyard and our water system, our water sprinkling system breaks. Water shoots out like a geyser in my backyard. Mind blown. That was one of the biggest scenarios in which I was shown my intuition with a vision. And it was like over nothing, but it was still undeniable. I think the next story is going to be a little more relatable because I was in a doctor's office with my cat. And if you are a parent with a child, I think the story is going to be parallel, but guys, like, I can only relate to you with my cat. It's like 1% similar. So my cat had this like, virus on his eye or something, and we went to this eye doctor. And the doctor says, you need to put him on this medication, but this medication could give him diabetes. And I'm like, what the, like, I'm, I am not a prescription medicine person. Like, I will go the holistic route every single time. So when he's telling me I have to put my cat on this prescription that will cure his eye, but it will give him diabetes, I'm like, oh, that's my option? it'll take one symptom away and give him this other lifelong symptom? No, 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 this is not okay. (laughs) But he's a doctor, he's an authority figure. So I'm sitting there in this little office thinking, oh, I can use my intuition and you know, I can stand up to authority, but then when I'm in the moment with this authority figure telling me what to do and I do not feel okay with it. I did not feel peaceful with what he was telling me to do. I'm, I started texting my mom because my mom has like all the answers, right? This was my first time experience knowing I don't feel peaceful with what this authority figure is trying to tell me and I don't know what to do. Like I didn't know how to handle myself because I've never been in that scenario before. This opened my eyes to what all the mothers have to deal with every single time they go to the doctor's office And the doctor is trying to push, you know, like a certain vaccine or something, and the mother doesn't feel peaceful with what the authority figure is telling them to do. So, what I learned in that moment was that your intuition is speaking to you with whatever you want to do that makes you feel peaceful. That is the right way. So, the doctor also was saying, you know, for my cat, or you can give him these drops, but, you know, it might not cure it fully the eye drops made me feel peaceful. The actual pill that could give him diabetes did not make me feel peaceful. So in that moment then I'm like, okay, I'm doing the eye drop route because that's what feels good to me. And maybe in a few months we'll come back for the pill, but I'm trying this route that I want first. That little scenario with my cat showed me what I need to muster if I'm going to have a child and speak on behalf of the child. I need to anchor in my intuition if I'm going to be the advocate for my child. That is what a mother is. She advocates for herself and for everyone else. It is an empowering energy. It is a mama bear energy and it is fierce. So yes, in that doctor's appointment moment, I was afraid of that diabetes pill for my cat because I don't want to do that to my cat. But truth to me is peace. So I found my answer with whatever was the most peaceful. Another way to say this is one option gives you anxiety and the other option lessens your anxiety. The last part, On this intuition section I'm going to talk about is that I discovered my intuition really flows when I write to it. That's a method that has proven that works for me every, almost every time. Okay, I'm not going to put an expectation that works every time. But when I take a notepad out and I ask my inner self, my soul, my intuition, a question like, what do you want me to do today? Or Why am I so triggered by this person? When I start writing, my intuition just flows. It's really hard to explain, but there's many ways you can practice with this and experiment. Don't judge it. There's no right or wrong. My favorite method is a letter method. Like you could take your notebook out and say, intuition, what do you want to tell me? And just write. Write whatever you feel, whatever you sense, whatever you hear, and don't judge it. Just write. Just write. So for me, I might start writing to like my soul. And after a sentence or two, it all just starts shifting and it starts flowing. Just don't judge it on the first or second sentence or third or fourth. Just, Just write. And then eventually it just feels like this energy just starts taking hold and you just start writing and you have no control over really what you're writing. It's really an amazing, amazing method. I'm going to share something that I received in this writing method. So I've wanted to become a parent for years now, and I've gotten many different messages over this topic. And a few years ago on January 1st, I received one of the coolest, coolest messages So my intuition told me, or I mean, this could be my spirit guides. It's this other energy that came through me while I was writing. And it said, you ask about children and the truth is you do not need them for anything. In the past, you thought they would give you something. That is not the plan. You thought they would save you or enlighten you, but it's the opposite You are being carved to hold them and support them in so many ways, normal humans cannot. The gift all along was you. And now you go and rest and have fun because the hard work is over and now it's time for pure enjoyment. I know that message was truth because it made me feel peaceful and good and aligned and empowered It made me trust the universe. It made me understand that everything is working in perfect divine order. This is my truth with intuition. It makes me trust God. It makes me trust the universe. It opens my heart and I want to say yes to life. It doesn't make me feel small and scared and afraid. That's fear. A few months ago, I had a pregnant friend text me and ask me what I thought of her fear thoughts of losing this pregnancy because she's had a miscarriage before. She's like, I don't know if this is intuition or fear. And I made sure to let her know that PTSD-like feelings because her last miscarriage was in the fall. And now fast forward a year or two, she's pregnant again in the fall. The smells of fall, the feelings of fall, can all be triggering these PTSD-like fear feelings to her entire body, and her entire body is communicating it as something's wrong, something's wrong, because that is her past life experience. So these feelings of the fall season, like the chilly mornings and the color of the leaves are all triggering her trauma that is stored in her body and her body thinks it's going to happen again. This is real and this happens all the time. I think almost every woman that has had a miscarriage understands this and goes through this. The only way through it is greater presence and becoming your own parent through these moments. So in this scenario, her mind is constantly trying to predict the future and it uses a past lived experience because it thinks it's going to happen again because it already did. So it just keeps thought looping, fear, fear, fear. So what we need to do to get out of that spiral because it can feel like a fear spiral. You just go deeper and deeper and deeper and you can't get, you can't get off. It's like a carousel. Like once you're on it, it keeps spinning faster and faster and faster and you need to get off. The way off of the carousel is doing practices like presence, like meditation. There's a tapping method where you tap acupressure points on your body and it releases emotion. There's many tools that you can become familiar with. My biggest tool is looking for everything in my awareness that tells me it's not true. So again, I'm gonna say a story of my cat because this is my life experience. Recently, my cat didn't come home during the night once, or I think, and I started going to the spiral because I've already lost a cat. He just never came home and he died on the road next to our house. So this is my past life experiences. I've lost a cat and I knew because he didn't come home. So anytime my, my cat now, monkey, Anytime he doesn't come home, oh my God, my body just starts feeling like it's happening again and it goes into the spiral. And when it happens, the hardest thing to do is be present. I start looking out of every single window looking for him. My body is truly in fight or flight mode. It's so revved up. It can't think about anything besides monkey, my cat. I'm looking through every single window. Where is he? Where is he? I go on walks. I'm like, where is he? Where is he? It, I become an insane person. And this is the fight or flight mode. And what I have to do is get myself out of the fight or flight mode. So what I do personally is I talk to myself like I'm my own parent. I tell myself, okay, he may have not come home last night, but he may have. I have no proof that he didn't come home. I don't have a camera on the little cat door that shows whether he came home or not. I don't have actual proof that he didn't come home. I do not have proof. I tell myself, okay, he's been gone for three straight days before and he's come back. So after three days, that's when you can really start worrying. Right now, it's been like 20 hours. After three days, you can worry then. So I have to actively find every single reason of proof of why my fear is not true. And there's a lot of proof. It's going against the mind because the mind thinks it's right. And the mind is always trying to predict the future in the most fearful, worst way. Finding proof that your fear is not real is going against the mind and is going to revolt. But it is a very active and conscious practice. I personally don't believe our intuition, God, the Holy Spirit, whatever you call this energy, I don't think it typically speaks through us when we are contracted into fear mode, fight or flight mode. I think it's near impossible for that energy to speak through us when we are spiraling in anger and fear. I think when our heart is open, when we are grounded, when we are centered, when we are aligned and relaxed, that's when our intuition speaks. And that gives us every single reason to always get back to that aligned place because that's when truth speaks. That's when fear shuts up. I want to end with this piece of intuition writing that I did in 2020. It was kind of at the beginning of quarantine, pandemic, when no one knew what was going on. We're like, what's happening in our world? And my intuition spoke through this writing exercise and it was everything I needed to hear. When we feel worrisome, scared, small, afraid, powerless, and desperate, we are moving further away from God and from our own soul this is the signal that we are out of alignment it does not feel good to be out of alignment ask yourself why or how did i get there do you like being there are you ready to be done when you're ready go for a walk put your favorite song on read your favorite book write a gratitude list Dance. These are all ways to recalibrate and get you back to your aligned space, your feel good space. Your heart opens. You see and feel source energy everywhere. Your mind slows down. Joy trickles in. Laughter begins. Life feels easy for a moment. When we are aligned, We are in sync with God, with nature, with ourselves. Everything feels light and joyful and blissful. This is alignment. This is your home.